Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, Glenn here. Welcome to My Millennial Money Express. Today we're going to talk about four ways that you can make more money out of your career. Now, we're going to talk about market forces and I will explain that, but we need to get into a position so we're part of the market forces, right? Not being a victim of market forces. So let's have a chat about ways you can make more money in your career. So generally, market forces, uh, it's really illustrated as an example. Like if you went and had your haircut and most hairdressing salons or barbers, you know, it, it might be around $30 or $40 at the moment. I mean, I get my head shaved and my beard trimmed and it's $30 at my usual place. Sometimes I go to a, a little bit more fancy and special place and that's $40. If I'm in a city and, you know, there is, you know, some bougie places, it might be $80, okay? So, the market allows these types of things because people are willing to pay for these types of things, right? But if there was a barbershop or a hairdressing salon that's set up and they were charging $600 to shave my head and do my beard, well... The market forces actually won't allow that because on mass, they're not really going to have a market. People are just not paying that because why would I pay $600 for that, which isn't much better than the barbershop next door for even $50 or $60 or $70. So, you can see how the market forces affect uh, the pricing of different products and services. And this is all around this competition thing. Similarly, you know, my motor mechanic is $88 an hour for his labor. Now, if he turned around and said, oh, Glenn, we're increasing the labor cost to $300 an hour, well, he's going to run out of customers pretty fast and he's not going to have a business. So, the market forces come into effect there. So, what I want to talk about are the four ways that you can make more money in your career to get around market forces. So, when we're talking about us as an employee or a product, most people in Australia fit under an award. And generally speaking, like the team that I employ, there actually isn't an award for a podcast producer because it's not really TV and it's not radio, it's podcast. There's not really an award for audio editor award. So, all my team basically fall into the miscellaneous award. And with that award and all awards in Australia, there are like levels based on your training and experience. So, it might be level one, level two, level three, level four. There might be prices there for the award for apprentices and whatnot. And most people who have a job and are employed, whether you're 
an employee car mechanic back to the hairdresser, hair salon thing. Uh, you, you're working in an office under the clerk's award. You're going to be paid based on that award. Now, there are times where you're really good at your job and they will pay you above that award. But in a lot of employment situations, it will get to a point where we can't pay you $100,000 to, um, I'll make something up, sit at the front. I'm staying at a hotel in Melbourne at the moment. I'm saying this from Melbourne, so hi, Melbourne. So, downstairs, there's a a hotel attendant or concierge or receptionist or whatever you want to say. They could be really good at their job and their employer might pay them $5 an hour over the award to keep them because they're really good and add value. But if that, if that same person went to the boss and said, oh, I need now $150,000 because uh, I'm really good at my job, they would be like, yeah, we know you're really good at your job, but we can't actually pay for that position because of the market forces. You know, we just wouldn't have, like if we paid everyone that for that role, we wouldn't have a business. Now, so that's kind of, we get to this tipping point as an employee where we cap out at our income, Right. So, getting right to the crux of this episode, and it's funny, if I was talking to a group of people, I'll be like, any questions about that? But I can't say that now. But if you've got any questions, put it up in the Facebook group and I'll I'll answer it in there. But I've actually made four categories of ways that you can make money to, I guess, curtail market forces and be part of the force, right? Not a victim of market forces. So, the first one is, you know, you're a specialist. So, you're still an employee or you might be a sole contractor. You have a specific role or a specific niche that just blows any ward out of the water and you can effectively name your price. Now, there's not that many people with this specific set of skills. Uh, Liam Neeson probably has them. But think, you know, you're really good at IT programming in some real specific web niche or some programming language. You might be an engineer and you're really good at like civil engineering, but with altitudes at over 5,000 feet. I'm just making crap up here. I've got no idea. You might be a medical specialist. So, you know, there's lots of medical specialists that basically have studied hard, but they get paid well because at the top of the the hill, there's not many medical specialists. You might be a corporate consultant. So, you're a sole trader. So, you just contract and you can go in like Shell from My Millennial Career, uh, that podcast, she does consulting work to other companies. She works uh, effectively by herself as a contractor and she'll go into a business. She has a specific set of skills help the team with their HR and people problems, do all the cultural stuff. So, she's kind of a specialist role for that. So, first category, specialist. Second category, and I think these kind of can, the first two might be around the same incomes, but then again, we're a free market. And if you're good at any of these four, you can name your price basically. So, I guess I'll just go on. The second one, you're a manager of people and or processes. So, you're still an employee. There are only so many hours in the day and therefore, it's hard to extract more money in any particular employee position, right? As we've just talked about. But as businesses want to grow and scale, 
they need more workers and those workers need managing. So management is a way that you can get into an extra grade of pay well above any award because, again, you could manage people really well, make them productive, and you can name your price because you're really good at managing teams and making them perform well for the business. Conversely, you might be a manager of processes. So you could be a project manager in any industry because a project is basically a process, right? So like you build your brand new home, there's a project manager from the building company. They're just managing a process of foundations, slab, frame, bricks, roof, and the process goes on. So that's the second one. You've got to be a manager of people and all processes. The third one, you're in a sales role. You're still an employee, but you're in a position to grow a company's revenue. You could sell a product or services and you basically have uncapped income because of this. Companies are happy to pay people whatever they want if they are first earning their keep, then adding a profit to the company. There's an ancient proverb that says, don't muzzle an ox. So let let the ox go out into the field, let them rip, let them do what they want to do. So again, to increase your income and to be part of the market force, not a victim of market forces, you need to be in sales if that's of interest to you. And that comes with the personality thing and Usually, most sales positions will have a base type of wage and then they may pay you a percentage of what other stuff that you bring in. And the fourth one to really make uh, lots more money in your career is to start and grow a business. But the buck starts and stops with you. The business and you essentially takes on risk. You employ people, you provide a product or service and you're making a profit while doing so. Because you own the profits and the systems and the processes, you will have uncapped income. Now, some of these won't be for everyone. And if you're happy in your current role, earning your current award or your current wage, that's awesome. Keep it up. But if you're in your current career or your job or your vocation or your trade, and you want to keep doing what you're doing in your industry and you want more income, I really think you've got to fit into one of these four categories. Sure, there might be other ways that you can increase your value at work by adding value above the award. But again, the market forces will cap you out at some point. So what are you going to do? Are you going to niche down and become a specialist? within the business or do some consulting on the side. Because if you work for yourself and you don't employ people and you're just a contractor, you basically own your job, which is totally fine. But a business is different. A business will employ people. A business will make profit above your wages. A business will own systems and processes. So you're going to be a specialist. Are you going to step up and move into managing people and or processes? You know, for you that are out there in the medical world, like the nurse unit manager, they're running around, flapping their wings, managing everything. It's a very high probability that they're earning more than a nurse, right? 
Can you move into a sales role in your industry or position? Or can you start and grow a business? What are you going to do? I'm Glenn James. Thanks for having a listen to my Millennial Money Express. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.